Well, welcome to the special polling update. We're going to be doing some of these as we get closer to the election when there's a, uh, a poll breaking. We're just going to kind of dump a free um, update to uh, our audio feed. Now, this first one we're going to throw up on YouTube because we want to make sure people know about them. But if you're on YouTube watching, these aren't all going to be here. You want to subscribe to the audio feed um, uh, on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. And throughout the day, when we see a new poll breaking, we're just going to kind of throw one out there, quick little breakdown, short bite size, just so you can understand what's going on in a poll, and also maybe something a little bit beyond the surface number um, as we're looking at that. I want to focus today here on our first one uh, on Texas. So one of the pollsters that is a high-quality pollster um, is, uh, is actually the New York Times and Siena. Uh, they do, um, they're one of the highest-rated pollsters out there, and they have a, a new uh, survey breaking down uh, Texas. Now, the headline number here is Trump ahead 47 to 43. So that would put him uh, at a, in a worse position than he was in 2016, but a better position than Ted Cruz against um, Beto. Ted won by, I think, 2.6 points in 2018 in a relatively uh, close, uh, close race for Texas. Who would have thought? It's interesting to see, though, when you look at this poll specifically, um, and John Cornyn is the senator running here. I do expect him to win. Uh, there's been some polling that showed, that showed that race close. This one shows him up 10, uh, 48, 38. It's interesting to see, though, what's happened here, because there's been this theory for a long time among Democrats that they can try to turn Texas blue. And the theory behind that was to say, okay, well, there's a large Hispanic population there, a large minority population in Texas. We just gotta wait it out. We'll wait for that to grow. We'll, we'll dominate among minority voters. That population will grow between immigration and, and, and birth rates and everything else. And eventually that'll get big enough for us to take Texas. Once we make that blue, we never lose another presidential race. That's the theory behind uh, turning Texas blue and it's been active for a long time. Texas has narrowed over the past uh, few cycles. As we mentioned, I mean, Ted Cruz almost lost to freaking Beto. You want to talk about a terrible candidate, Beto O'Rourke? I mean, one of the worst I've ever seen. Anyway, um, but what's happening here in the presidential race is there is a tightening. We're talking about a four-point lead, but it's a tightening that's based on completely different things. For example, suburban con congressional districts. This is where the, the blue uh, wave is supposedly increasing. It's not necessarily among minority voters. Let me explain this. Trump um, leads Biden by just two points among white college graduates in suburban districts. So very close. This is obviously something, you know, you figure in Texas, white voters are going to go towards Donald Trump. Um, and, and they did in 2016. Trump beat Clinton by 24 in 2016. That lead has, has, has narrowed to two. Uh, in this poll uh, as we approach the election and only eight days away. Um, now, Hispanic voters, where they were looking for large gains, that's flip-flopped as well, uh, at least their perception of this. Clinton uh, won by uh, 60 to 29 in 2016 among Hispanic voters. Uh, that is reversed a little bit towards Trump. And actually, Biden only has 57% of uh, Hispanic voters. So this change, this narrowing is not happening among Hispanic voters. Same thing is showing up among black voters. Trump is actually out outperforming himself from 2016 among black voters. Uh, he lost 82 to eight in 2016 and is, uh, you know, still down by a tad, 78 to 12 in 2020. But it's an interesting movement here as the minority voters are slightly moving toward Donald Trump 
while white voters are moving away from him. I don't know if that's going to if that's going to be um, a situation that is going to repeat itself as we go to the wider electorate. But it's an interesting thing to watch. Um, rural areas, big time Trump, 80 to 15, which is kind of what you'd expect. Um, now, the other thing that's big and going on all throughout these polls is early voting among voters in Texas. About half of expected voters have already voted. Uh, that is a, a, a pretty pretty remarkable statement. I mean, we're still eight days away from the election. We just finished one of these debates and half of the electorate has already cast their vote. Among that group that has already cast their vote, uh, Biden leads by seven in Texas. However, Trump has a big lead with the rest of everybody. He leads by 17 points among people who had not turned out to vote and 29 points among those who said they're almost certain to vote. He's going to pick up a bunch of those. I do expect Trump to hold Texas. The polling that's showing Texas as razor thin, there's a couple polls that actually have uh, Trump uh, behind in Texas. We've seen these before. There were some polling showing that Clinton was going was to be able to pull that off. It did not happen. I'd be very surprised if it does here. Uh, one more uh, uh, stat for you here. Biden leads 61 to 30 among Hispanic voters who said they've already uh, voted and are almost certain to or are almost certain to do so. Trump and Biden are tied among those who are less likely to vote. So this is kind of the reverse problem that the Democrats have. A lot of times they'll get these younger voters and they'll win young voters like 18 to 24 year olds by a million points. But, you know, of course, there's a lot of pot to smoke, right? So, you know, a lot of these guys don't show up when it comes to, to, to voting time. Reverse problem happening with Trump. Trump is doing really well among Hispanic voters who are kind of like not necessarily reliable Hispanic voters when the reliable Hispanic voters are going to Biden uh, by a large margin. So that's kind of how that first poll breaks down. I also want to give you this one other one. We did, we did this on TV. This is kind of a fun game. It's called Choose Your Rasmussen. We have two Rasmussen polls on these cards. Which one will you choose? James? Okay, I've, I've mixed them up. He already knows what the answer is, but he doesn't know which card is which. Which right. right, right one. Okay, he chooses the card where Rasmussen tells you the polling uh, nationally is Joe Biden 51, Donald Trump 44, a seven point lead. You chose the one again where, where Trump lost. Good job, James. Uh, 51, 44. Now it's interesting because there's another Rasmussen report, uh, report poll out that has Trump at 48, Biden at 47, Trump with a lead. What's interesting about this basically is that Rasmussen reports was started by Scott Rasmussen. He's the guy that everyone knew. He'd go on Fox News all the time and, and explain his polling. Well, he left that organization, and I guess he sold it a while ago, like seven years ago, but they kept his name. Then he went and started a new polling outfit, and now he's doing his own polling where it has nothing to do with the old Rasmussen reports. So it's going to be really confusing. John Solomon's website, justthenews.com, is where his new polling, where Scott Rasmussen actually is, his poll showed Donald Trump down by seven nationally. The old Rasmussen reports, where Scott Rasmussen doesn't work, has Trump 48, Biden 47. I'm glad I cleared all that up for you. Remember, you can subscribe for polling updates now until the election. There's only eight days left. More information, the better, as far as I know. And look, conservative nerds unite. I want stats all the time. So when we have them when we're breaking. We'll post them here on the audio feed. Uh, if you're on YouTube, make sure you go over and subscribe to the audio podcast at iTunes or Spotify or wherever you get your podcast. Uh, you can do it there. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll be back with another update. And every show is, of course, available here, 8 p.m. Eastern. Stu does America. Thanks.